0: Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head-on, she found her voice, literally and now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more live more and give back more now let's get celebritized so if you're feeling- Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Get Celebritized, where I bring on amazing guests from all walks of life to help share with you the nuts and bolts, the nitty gritty of how you can earn more, so you can live more, so you can give back more. So tonight is no different. Tonight, I've got two guests for you, and my very first one is such a brilliant person. He's one of the smartest people that I've had the pleasure of meeting in the last couple of months. And I'm so excited to bring him to you because he's full of wisdom and stories. And just don't go anywhere because you're going to want to hear Brad Caldwell. He is an amazing, amazing entrepreneur. He's got a great story and he sings too. Maybe we can get him to sing. So anyway, Brad Caldwell is a brand strategist, marketing consultant, national speaker, and multiple times CEO. With years of experience in multiple industries, Brad brings clarity and solutions to the pain points of businesses. And oh yes, he does. I have experienced that myself. He's a business leader. He brings Pain points uh, solutions to business leaders, consumers through brand honoring analysis, marketing research, and integrated brand strategy. I told you, he's one of the smartest people I know. So let's get him up here because he's not boring. So you're going to love Brad Caldwell. Come on down.
2: Hey there, friend. How are you?
1: I'm great, Brad. Thank you so much for being on the show. We spoke on the phone a couple of weeks ago, maybe it's been a couple of months now, and you were just so full of business wisdom. I said, you know, my audience really needs to hear this. In 2022, so many people are trying to pivot, figure things out, and you were just such a wealth of wisdom and ideas. So here you are. Tell the the viewers and the listeners a little about you first, and then we'll get into some nitty-gritty how they can be successful as well.
2: Yeah, sure, sure. I am. Uh, so my company, my marketing agency is Spark and we're it's a three year old agency in North Carolina. Um, we uh, we work with marketing and branding for businesses of every shape and size and industry. We're kind of all over the place that way. We're in sports and medicine, home services, a lot of trade here recently. We've been in a lot more tech, uh, which is a fun space to enter into because uh, we get to learn a lot. Yeah. Um, I am I also own an apparel company or I'm the CEO of an apparel company and one of the partners and I do a couple of other fun things. I'm I didn't married, know that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah married okay. to my lovely wife, Grace. Uh, yeah. We've been married f- almost 15 years and we have three sons, Parker, Elliot and Benjamin, and they are wonderful and nuts. You
1: <laughs> As they should um, be. And yeah. I know your wife has a birthday coming up. So it's happy cool. birthday to her.
2: That's right. Her birthday is tomorrow and we get to celebrate her. Uh, She better not be watching because she's a she's a critical care nurse um, Mm -hmm. and she's at the hospital right now. So if she's watching, then everything's fine at the hospital. So uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll hope she's not getting a sneak peek of what's happening tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thank her for her service. I absolutely love nurses. I'm a, you know, cancer survivor and nurses got me through it all. I've always said nurses need to be, nurses and teachers need to be the highest paid people on earth. You know, and policemen and firemen and just everybody that cares for us. And those nurses work day in, and day out. Doctors did what they do, but those nurses are with us in the trenches. So thank God for nurses. Thank her, please. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: All right. You're also, you're very multi-talented, Brad, and you're very smart. You've got a very interesting background, too. You used to do something in your past as well. Can you tell us what that was?
2: Well, I've done too many things. Um, So before I owned the agency, I worked for an agency out of the Seattle, Washington area. That's where we lived. And then before that, I spent four or five years at Chick-fil-A doing hospitality and marketing stuff for them.
1: And then before
2: that, I was a pastor. Um. Yeah. So I was pastor in 2010. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know when you said that you you gave me such great you know my my I love my faith and I love people that you still walk by faith even though your career went in a different direction you were so you know enlightening on our conversation you had such great you know wisdom in in your in your faith as well which I said intertwined in it so I really loved that and uh, so without any further ado let's talk about what's happening now in 2022 for businesses mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about how people are thriving how they're making it through and maybe some ideas and suggestions on how people can find their way if they feel like they're a little lost because when you and i talked i was a little lost myself i'm like i just don't feel like i'm fitting in this square peg this circle hole or whatever it was something was yep. missing
2: yeah first sir thriving is a great word
1: um, <laughs> yeah i use that after my good. cancer so i'm a sir no, thriver no, no. i
2: like that first time you said it i thought you said it wrong second time no no that's all perfect. <laughs> Um, no no no, it's good. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I think there are, there are fundamentally three things that we we all are pursuing and it's really simple to find them. It's kind of like being able to see the path out in front of you and still not knowing quite how to get through the thicket in order to get to that thing you can clearly see. So the first thing, my back I went to college and studied philosophy. That's a that was, that was a long time ago.
1: You've done a lot.
2: One of the things they teach you in philosophy is everybody presupposes something. And when you presuppose something, that means you wake up in the morning with some truth. Whatever your truth is, for, for people who are Christians, it's Jesus. For people who are of other faiths, it's whatever that deity kind of says is a part of the compromise of faith. You believe that you need to do something today to earn or you need to be a certain way because um, we all believe— like we presuppose when we go to bed at night that we'll wake up in the morning. It's a fundamental truth. You don't think about it. You just, you just do it. There are things that are by nature. What we think are just natural and always going to happen. And they're not by nature. Huh. We presuppose those things. And so like, I presuppose my wife's going to love me in the morning. It's her birthday. So it's almost a stone. <laughs>
1: cold
2: it's almost an absolute. What you, got her, yeah. you got her,
1: Brad. Yeah.
2: now how I do on thursday (laughs) determine if she loves me on friday but but yeah but so we presuppose some things and i think owning whatever your core truths are is so fundamentally important it's a part of self-discovery to find out what you believe for the person of faith you will either have one of two tensions every person every christian should should walk in between one of two tensions legalism or license legalism is all the law and none of the love and license is all the love and none of the law license. You can go anywhere you want and do anything you want because God is love and it's okay. The law is no, but there's rules to the game. We don't know what love is, but here's the rules. And it's trying to figure out how to navigate those two things. Well, you can't navigate them if you don't know what your truths are. And so the very first thing is to presuppose some stuff. And then I think the second thing is authenticity. I'm actually writing a book on authenticity right now. And the it, it essentially says there's one formula for authenticity. And it's wherever your belief and your behavior intersect. That's when you're, you're most authentic. Because authenticity is not by nature good. It's not a good thing. It's just an authentic thing. So like uh, two-year-olds and serial killers. Both, <laughs> okay. Both, are, both wildly authentic because what they believe and how they behave are completely married. Now, we don't have any of the, of the latter downstairs, but we do have a two-year-old downstairs, and that two-year-old believes something and it comes out of him immediately. Yeah.
1: He's like Out of the mouth of
2: babes. He just screams. And we, we're comfortable with that. We're like, well, he's little because uh-huh. what we mean is we're going to train that authenticity out of him. Ah. We're going to teach him to be polite. And polite is the opposite of authentic. We're going to teach him to respond to everything around him instead of being while everything around him is happening. And so he's going to be a just a response machine because that's what we all are. So is road rage our authentic self or is it a misalignment? Because I don't believe the person driving that car is a bad person, but my behavior is saying something otherwise. I would say in that moment, unless you truly hate that person, that's a moment of reactive inauthenticity. The way we combat that is self-awareness. Self-awareness is when we're just kind of walking around looking and saying like, this is the situation I am in. This is what I presuppose. This is what I believe. All the time, every day. And then there are things in this moment that I also believe, like a good opportunity. On a cloudy day, I believe it's going to rain, so I pack an umbrella. I don't pack an umbrella every day. I okay. pack it based on the circumstances of the day. And that comes with self-awareness. You know what I mean?
1: Right. So if your two-year-old is is being authentic and having screaming or temper tantrum, and we get that out of them. So as adults, what does that mean for us so we can be authentic? How does that What does that look like to be authentic as an adult, but being polite and doing the things we're supposed to do?
2: I think one of the keys of self-awareness is to figure out if some of the things that trigger us are actually authentic things. Like if you find small children like Benjamin, our youngest, annoying because, man, they just scream whenever they want something. He's being super authentic in that moment, and he doesn't know how not to be. Right. If you have that one person who is just constantly negative and you were to ask them what they truly believe and they believe negatively, They're more bad. often than not, we're responding to results and not the authentic nature of the thing happening around us. Well, I don't like people who are sad. I think people who are happy are on something. I don't <laughs> like little kids. I don't <laughs> like old people. Men are this. Women are this. Every ism that we have is based on something that's generally inauthentic within us. We've created prejudices and stereotypes, so we don't have to deal with other people's authenticity. Mm. And so what we generally do is instead of saying, well, Aurea says this and does this, this is her being authentic. Now I've seen you at in in a professional sense. We've been in them clubhouse streets. I've seen you as a mom, and I've seen you hanging out when we can well some of us can let our hair down. <laughs> not a gift we all have, but, but I've seen you in all those natures, right? So there are certain things that I know to be like I would call you an optimist, except that I think optimism is one of those things we've created to not discuss authenticity. Because I would say when you you mentioned it earlier, when you found out you had cancer, I bet there was a part of you that was just wrecked. And then there was a silver lining that you could see and you could hear. Maybe no one else could see it, no one else could hear it. And it's because at your core, one of those truths you walk into is there's joy in the morning. You mm-hmm. just bring it with you. You just bring it. You're, I've never seen you down. And so I imagine I would find your cancer journey mildly obnoxious because you were probably so positive.
1: I love the nurses. Yes, I had a good time with all my nurses. Yeah, you had a <laughs> good friends. time.
2: Before, he, before this, I was at a meeting at a great restaurant. That's the setup to a good time. Not, I was at the hospital <laughs> going through cancer treatments. I had a great time. Like, <laughs> I love the nurses there. God bless. <laughs> like, it, but that's, that's your authenticity revealing your truths and so Mm -hmm. we can measure that by both what you say and how you live and i and i just think that for most people um we don't know ourselves well, well enough but the best way to know it like it have you ever driven down the street and everything's been fine in the car and then all of a sudden you heard something or worse you felt something like i was i guess it was 2004 2005 I was driving down the road in an old beat up car. That's the kind of car that I had at the time. Turned out of a parking lot, felt like I went over a little curb, eh, no big deal. Right. drove about 10 feet and all of a sudden it felt like I was going over a curb every three feet. And what had happened was that I hadn't hit anything. My car had gotten so much out of alignment that the joint that holds the tire on broke. Oh no and so the tire was just kind of wobbling around what loosely could hold onto that joint and that's simply because when we don't address misalignment the wheels fall off ooh good analogy and and that's what happens when we don't really understand our own in, our own authenticity
1: so, how does that work, uh, Brad? Then, in in uh, for our entrepreneurs listening, because yeah. you're right, we all have our authentic self and what we've been trained to think and all that. So, in a nutshell, now we're trying to be authentic ourselves. Let's just say, I know people that don't like kids. I love kids. Yeah. I know people that don't like pets or animals. I love pets and animals how does that relate to us now being authentic business owners doing what we need to do, being who we need to be, but being able to, not want to say play the game, but be able to, you know, bridge those gaps between, you know, those things that we don't like and being authentic to ourselves. Is there a place that we shouldn't be authentic because we have to deal with if somebody doesn't like it or somebody doesn't like to drive or they've got to drive and they're feeling road rage, but they're not going to let it out like they would when they were two.
2: Yeah. So I think in the entrepreneurial world, in the business world in general, the first test, the first measure is almost always the hardest. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would say for all of us, it's look at the seat you're sitting in. Look what you've rested your entire business on. Like if you're selling something because you know how to make it or you know how to sell it, but you don't care, that's your ceiling. Own it. Own it. We're not all supposed to love every widget we create. Huh. There's no, there's no story that Alexander Graham Bell had the telephone and then immediately started doing backflips. <laughs> figured out how to harness electricity and ran around telling everybody and high fiving people. We don't know that. I think we could look at I'm I'm 41. We could look at the life of the American presidents for the last four decades, yeah, four decades, and say. Clearly, some of them did not enjoy that job by the time they got (laughs) to leave it because 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 that job stunk. And for Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, sometimes we get this really inauthentic view that because we believe so much, it's going to be fine or because we know how to so well, it's going to be fine. And that's just that's baloney. Like that's not how anything works in the business world. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Oh, yeah. Just because you love it doesn't mean you're going to be great at it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot lot of people we know that had kids that probably shouldn't have. There's a lot of people in the world who are perfectly gifted to have kids and either have not or can't. Yeah. That's not the way it works. Mm -hmm. We're not merited entrepreneurship. So if you choose it, recognize that the seat that you're sitting in, one, is going to be hard work. 80% fail within three to five years.
1: Mm-hmm. And hard work is great. You know, you and I were talking earlier and, and again in our conversation a couple of weeks ago about, you know, the pivot that I've had to do and mm-hmm. that uh, there's part of this solopreneurship that I don't like because I so love to be with people and there's other people out there you know, like me that without the people piece of our life. We are, like, I'm a golden retriever, and it's very depressing not to physically get those hugs and shine lights on people and be with people. My whole life was events. My whole life was my Live Your Legacy Summit, bringing people together. I never thought in a million years I would not be able or allowed to do a live event to help charities and nonprofits, to help entrepreneurs. That All of that stopped, and I went into this pivot world of, Okay, now I've got to go online and be a coach online, all that, because I can, because I have 35 years of experience in sales and speaking. Yes, I can teach that all day long. But when you and I were talking, I'm like, Brad, something's missing. I'm not Happy with all this going on online and being just and feeling like just another coach with all the bells and whistles to go with that was getting hard, and I wasn't being authentic as to what I want to do. And so I made it my prayer to say, Lord, something's missing. And it was working with a company, working with people. Like many people know, I used to work with Mary Kay and Winpink Cadillacs and Diamonds and Top Recruiter. I loved plugging in and then running with it. And I'm so glad to be able to have an opportunity to come up where I'm going to be able to work with other people now other moms other mompreneurs and I feel so much happier because I found that piece that was missing so what do you want to say to other people that are feeling that that maybe disconnect right now
2: well I think about what you just said so you assessed a misalignment within you Mm -hmm. in that misalignment you looked at what you were doing and what you truly believe And in that you were like, let's, let's be self-aware. Let's self-evaluate for a moment and say like, I can do this thing. It zaps my joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. And I'm not built to live in dislike. Some people can. Yeah. Some people like, we we almost certainly, everybody listening almost certainly has a parent who hated their job. Mm -hmm. It was a different culture and a different climate. It's not bad. They weren't wrong. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason we built machines to coal mine. It's because that job sucked.
1: Yeah, God, for sure.
2: And once we could figure out how to stop doing something that nobody liked, we started pulling back the humanity from it. So we could just let that let that job take care of itself. So what you did was evaluate. You saw a place of misalignment, you felt it. And that's, I think that's a super key. I think most business leaders, most people into it, and then ignore. Mm. You felt it. Like you're a mom. Tell me you didn't either. Walk up to your daughter and finally get it out of her, and you were right. That gut feeling, that face she made when she walked mm-hmm. in the door, or whatever. Or you didn't say anything and found out two weeks later. If you'd have said something, you'd have been right.
1: Mother's like, intuition.
2: There's a and there's a reason mm-hmm. to have that. For some reason, we think that the entrepreneur is supposed to just be a martyr.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And you're
2: not. That's not what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. This isn't mission work. This isn't <laughs> martyrdom. This is, hey, go out there and give it a shot. My company would not exist had my wife not essentially said, you're obnoxious when you work for other people who you disagree with. Please, for the love of God, start a company so I can enjoy my husband again. <laughs> and that my not, woman. That's not a direct quote. That's because she said it in more words than that. Um,
1: I love it. And it's all right to not like pieces of your job because as an entrepreneur, a you're never going to like everything, but that's okay. But you have to like the bigger picture. You have to like where you're going and what you're into, knowing that you got to Pick up the phone or do things you don't like, that's all great. But when you feel that, like you said, misalignment, that something's yeah. not right, the joy's not there, that's when you need to really look at it. But know that there's always part of, of the work day that you're maybe not gonna like, but that's okay. Because the oh, bigger yeah. picture you love, you know, you love the results.
2: I'm not administrative. Yeah. I'm I mean, sort of organized, I just don't enjoy it very much. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have people doing that because I don't I don't wanna. <laughs> Yeah, in in between right now. I don't want to. Well, but there's that. And there's that person who's like, yeah, Brad, but we made 40 bucks last month. I can't get the VA. I can't call the person who will keep me organized. I can't do that right now. And it's a bit of a slog. And it's going to be. And it was for me for two and a half years. I mean, it wasn't until an audio only app came on that people really started paying attention to me. On, on the screen side I was usually the guy behind the brand
1: right and so
2: I, I, I think you have permission to not love every moment you do not have permission to be miserable
1: that's because perfect. A, I love a, that.
2: A, a crutch is not a solution that doesn't heal you and that's not that's not what crutches are for and so for a, a lot evaluate look at the seat that you're sitting in if you hate that line of work and you're an entrepreneur, develop an exit strategy like figure it out F- mm-hmm. figure it out or change it like i we've changed some things at our yeah. company when we changed most of them when our company was me just me we were changing some stuff and it allowed me to open up the company to a way where now i needed more people yeah and i think i think that's a huge and i and i think when <clears throat> more often than not when we're misaligned we um either keep going till the wheels fall off or we call somebody to help us adjust
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I, I think who do you have who do you who do you who do you call especially in business like it can't be your it can't, i can't call my wife
1: no no that's me somebody that's where you want to be somebody that can yeah. you, know, you take it i always say take advice from somebody who's where you want to be in that arena so somebody that's smarter right. than you, that's, you know, that isn't like invested in you, like, the, like you said, not your wife, not your husband. It's like somebody that's, you know. Has it together? They're loving what they do. They're making their money, whatever. Call for that if it's spiritual. Like we always say, if it's spiritual and you need that spiritual, life, you're going to go to your pastor, your priest, or somebody. You're not going to your accountant. But if right. you need, if you, you, know, you got to go to the right people for the right pieces of advice. There is no Yoda. But on that, always in prayer, always saying, you know, there's so many times I've just reached up and said, Lord, help. I don't know what is missing or what is wrong. Like when I did go through chemo, you know, when I had cancer, it was a fun experience. I remember. It great members of the people i met i still friends with my doctor to this day 22 years later and the nurses right. and that. But the piece that almost killed me was chemo and when i was throwing up 18 times a day wrapped around the toilet you know not knowing what to do if this was going to kill me so many times i just prayed lord help yeah. i didn't know what to pray for i didn't know i just kind of like lord help and he did and he hears our prayer so sometimes you just have to say lord Help. I don't know what I need. I don't know what will make me happy. And with this pandemic, I've met a lot of people that are at that place and I don't know. I don't know if I have to go back or where is forward. They feel a little misaligned. And I just love that you came on tonight, Brad, and address the misalignment. Don't let the wheels fall out. And that's why I love doing this podcast to get smart people like you on here, which mm-hmm. is going to lead me to the last final questions in our last three minutes here, Brad. If yeah. you could talk to people that are feeling misaligned, give them some. Call to action, some strategies to fix that. I'm gonna put your website up here, which is this is brandstrategy.com. For those listening, this is Brad Strategy. Brand, not Brad, Brad Strategy. Oh, that's kind of good. This yeah. is brandstrategy.com. I might, I
2: look that up. Yeah. I think um it's okay to be misaligned. It's okay. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Like you're if you're a part of this show, you watch this show, the host of it has told me multiple times in the last few months, at least that that's exactly how she's felt Mm -hmm. and she's successful and she is smart and she is strong and she can do it. And she has succeeded in industries, plural. It's okay. It's it's a part of the journey. It's just not okay to stay there. And so if you're going to move first, I'd slow down, slow down, and that's realign good. realign you got to put the wheel back on you can't just change it in the middle of traffic that's not how that works
1: oh my gosh brad i love what you just said i just got that visual when you talked about the the tire on the wheel misalignment that you're right you can't keep going down the highway and fix the tire fix the right. line you have to stop yeah. fix it and then get back on the road again i that's golden right there
2: yeah so take a pause
1: because that's pause. when you
2: found out where you're where you're seated if you take a pause and you're like, I can't wait to get back to it. Oh, well, then you love what you do. Yeah. If you take a pause and you immediately call. Like, if I'm stuck on the side of the road and it's not a, chi- a tire change, I am a thousand percent calling my dad. <laughs> everything about mechanics, and I don't know anything. There you go. And and you have those people. I think you just have those people.
1: I love that, Brad. Brad, Brad. So if anybody wants to get a hold of you, do they just go to this is brandstrategy.com and yeah. you'll talk to them. I know you have probably a free phone call. I have to tell everybody listening, but I had my phone call with Brad Brad because we became friends at events and we we all do this wonderful audio app called Clubhouse. It's okay to say it because it's changed all of our lives because we have to mm. meet new people through this pandemic. And um the enlightenment that you the enlightenment that you gave me just in that time we were together, I said, you're, you're onto something. Everybody be smart to have a conversation with you and see where it goes. This is brandstrategy.com. You have nothing to lose by letting Brad give you some insights, hear where you are and see if he can help you because you are really, really so super smart and such great insight, Brad. Thank you so much.
2: I appreciate you, friend. A I- lot.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and hope to have you back sometime soon because we are not done with helping the world and helping solopreneurs not be alone any longer and help them get where they need to be and it's going to take more than just a one time here's your answer good luck go do it it's going to take constant nurturing and that's what Get Celebritized is all about helping them you know become the best known and the best successful and the best happiest if that's a sentence in their lives in the industry so thank you Brad so much thank you for being here and happy happy birthday to your wife go and presuppose she's going to keep on loving you on Friday
0: yes (laughs) ma'am that's the plan have a great show thank you
1: Brad bye for now
0: Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamcgarry.com. And make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram. And join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.